Well, every so often we have a, a special treat for you. And today, of course, is one of those days. The man basically behind uh, the uh, Air Jordan uh, marketing campaign, really, if you think about it, the man really who started uh, the sneaker wars, uh, he's from Trafford. He's one of our own. Let's welcome uh, Sonny Vaccaro uh, to the show. Hi, Sonny. How are you doing today? Fine, Paul. Fine. It's afternoon back there, right? It's it, it yeah. is, is afternoon back here. And, of course, you're in Vegas. And, uh, we, you know, first of all, i got to, you know, say uh, I, I'm a Penn Trafford guy. I, uh, oh. I went to school with Dina. So um, I'm always happy when we can promote Trafford guys. Well, that's wonderful. That's great. We got a lot of them listening right now. I got the whole clan listening. I got, you know, so that's good. Yeah. So uh, obviously, the reason we're talking uh, to you, well, there, we, we love. First of all, we love talking to you. But secondly, uh, the movie Air is out, and of course, I'm assuming uh, you you probably screened it. You've probably seen it, and Matt Damon is playing you in this movie, um, and it's about really uh, your days of uh, recruiting. Michael Jordan and basically turning Nike and uh, and Michael Jordan into something completely different, right? Absolutely. Uh, that's that's what three and a half months, Paul, of uh, of when they asked you know, the people with Nike to pick somebody on that draft, and I come up with you know with uh, Michael and uh, Phil and I allowed me to do it. That's what it t- took. Five different meetings uh, across the country. I had never met nor did I know Michael at that time, and. And, uh, and, and Phil and Rob Strasser gave me the okay to, to go after and see if we can sign them for the budget we had at that time. And that's how this legend started. That's how the whole thing started. It was uh, five different meetings in a three-and-a-half-month period, and there I was, the kid from Trafford, right in the middle of it. And, and, it, and it you know, kept my life going in a lot of different ways, and it certainly allowed me to do more things than maybe I would have got a chance to do by being associated with the, that whole thing. Yeah, and I think that, I think that, that what's amazing to, to me, though, is, is how it worked. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times, you know, you're, you're not sure if a marketing campaign is going to work, right? I mean, it wor- not only it worked, it, you could argue it's one of the great, uh, great campaigns of all time, uh, you know, becoming, you know, going from Michael Jordan to Air Jordan and what it did for Nike. Well, I, I think it changed the world. I think you hit a right on the nail. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not so much is Michael the GOAT of, you know, basketball. We watched games last night. There was a couple good GOATs playing out there. Uh, and I, but I think there's a GOAT in any sport at the, at the era they're playing in. So I'm not going to get into one thing here. But what Michael Jordan is and was and always will be was the GOAT of marketing. Because basically what he was able to do, unrelated to anything else, was put a, a piece of equipment, you know, a, a shoe in front of the world forever. Because once Michael's gone and all his children and all of us are gone, they'll be selling a shoe called Air, you know, into eternity. And that never, I don't believe that ever could have happened going back to 1984 with any other athlete of that time. Well, it can't ever happen again because Michael was the first. And, you know, until now, they still haven't given right out of the chute a kid issue. So Jordan did for marketing, and he opened up the door for all athletes to be part of the company they work for and all people. So that changed history, Paul. 
Michael Jordan did that. It, it certainly did. And you also, um, you were also involved in um, getting um, coaches, right? I and mean, coaches involved in shoe contracts. I mean, college coaches. I, I, I always watch the Big East. Uh, there's a, there's a documentary about the Big East where Bayheim and and John Thompson and some of the others talk about, uh, the, uh, you know, the shoe, the, the shoe companies yeah. becoming a big part of. You know, we don't think about it nowadays because it's just second nature. But back then, it, 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 this was a big deal that you, you, you were involved in. Well, that happened in 77. I actually was not visiting Nike to see if Nike was a brand-new shoe company at that time. They had one college team in shoes, and they wanted to get involved in college basketball. So a lawyer friend of mine, an agent, introduced me to this new company, and we called it Nike back, back east then. And uh, I went out, and I asked him, for uh, $10,000 to help sponsor the Dapper Dan Rombaugh Classic and to give me shoes and uh, sweatsuits and uh, T-shirts for the players. Because that's all, yeah, we used to get pro kids or, you know, <laughs> Converse and would have to buy the damn things uh, or something like that. So I was doing that for the Dapper Dan game. So they asked me, so they come back to the game. Rob Fouch came back to the game that year. He wanted to see what it was all about. There were 17,000 people in the stands. That was the year, you know, uh, you know, uh, Albert King and, you know, Eugene Banks, and we sold out the arena. We always sold out the arena. And, uh, and Strauss and those 17,000 people, they invited me back out there, and they said, what do we got to do? And then the second time I went out, and I said, pay the coaches. And they all had a heart attack. What do you mean pay the coaches? Well, pay the coaches so we can give them free shoes, give them 10, 15,000, 5,000, whatever, you know, the value was for them, and give the shoes to the kids. The kids will wear it. That's how... That's how the empire started. There is no Michael Jordan without the college program. Because when I saw Michael, I was at that game when North Carolina beat Georgetown. I was there rooting for Georgetown. That was 1982. That's when I saw the shot. Michael Jordan did not play in the Dapper Dan game. I didn't care about, you know, Dean Smith never met him. You know, they wore Converse. I only remember him making a shot against Georgetown. That's so I was aggravated. So to, to repeat myself for a thousand years, but it'll go for eternity. That's why I loved Michael Jordan. He took the damn shot, and every the world changed. And Michael did it all. Mike, Michael did everything in, on the court. There's no question about it. But we've, we've seen some other kids pretty damn good, okay? And that doesn't take anything away from Michael. It just shows you get better. But there can never be another piece of equipment that will go through history like the shoe. Um, do, uh, your, your thought, do you, I'm assuming you've seen the movie or do you like it? Do you, yes, do you yes, like yes. Matt Damon's uh, portrayal of you? You know, Paul, how can, I don't like <laughs> anybody's portrayal of me. <laughs> That's right. You're just a guy from Trafford and Matt Damon's yeah. playing you in a movie. That's pretty damn good. I mean, he's one of the great actors of this generation. Pam and I we were invited on the set. We, we were there. We were at the premiere. I got to know Matt pretty well over that, you know, three, four months period uh, of talking to him on the phone. We did Zooms together. Yeah, he, he is, uh, he, oh my God, a movie something like it's a fantasy world, right? When you were a kid, then you go to the movies with your parents or your girlfriend or something. You looked up and you saw the most beautiful creatures in the world, the strongest guys in the world and all that sort of stuff. And you envisioned yourself, even though it was fictional, even though it was like, uh, you know, it was, it was uh, you know, things that were made up on the screen. You thought you were that handsome. You thought you sang that well. Well, that's what's going to be happening. There's Matt Damon up there making these speeches. And, you know, I made a couple of speeches, but I doubt very much if I made that, the, the way that last speech started. I know I talked that day, 
Batman like the State of the Union. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so it'll last forever, Paul. Uh, yes, so it's, it's a thrill. Uh, real quickly before we let you go, I mean, you mentioned the Dapper Dan. Is that sort of how you got into, you know, basically uh, the whole uh, marketing, uh, sports marketing uh, apparel uh, was through your work with the Dapper Dan, uh, you know, which a lot of people here ask me all the time, are we ever going to have another, you know, like Dapper Dan? And I'm like, I don't know that that'll ever be anything like it was back in the day. Uh, Paul, you're right, and it can't be. Again, like Jordan Shoe. It was the first one. We were 13 years ahead of the McDonald's game. Do you understand? 1964. Pat DeCesar, my best friend in life growing up next door neighbor to him from Trafford, and I thought of this idea. We went to the Dapper Dan Club, and uh, Al Abrams was the, the, the editor at that time, and Marino Paracenzo was a sports writer, and we got it going. Pat did – he's the one that rented the, rented the Civic Arena when it just was built – Pat was part of a group that brought in the Beatles at that time. So he was somebody that knew on that. My job was to get the players. It can never be duplicated. And other people have asked me, they, they have a thing that they call the, you know, the real round ball classic. Well, these guys are all full of crap. And there can never be that again. You can't relive history. You can't fight the battle by Gettysburg again. There's only one fight, right? And that Dapper Dan's only one Dapper Dan. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think that's the thing. The Dapper Dan, over the years, Sonny, the names of the players. I mean, I used to go, when I was actually in college back in the day, uh, I used to run up to Duquesne to the Plumbo or wherever for the pra- oh, yeah. for the practices. That, that, that yeah. was incredible. The practices was incredible watching those guys. And, and, and we'd sell them out. I mean, seriously, people would come to be two, three, whatever the gym held. We used to go, you know, a couple of places. That's the, the practice. And then also the Friday morning workout, you know, where the college coaches would be able to come. You know, we'd get 2,000 people in. We would just let them in watching the kids, like, have a, uh, a warm-up or a game, you know, scrimmage game in the morning. So they were. All all the schools did that. And in the early days, we had the, we always had the WPL against the City Catholic. That game was thrilling. And we used to have cheerleaders and the bands coming. It was a, it was a marketing uh part of history and again just so they understand because a lot of people you know 1964 was a long time ago long it was 20 years before there was an air jordan and 20 years of life for signing the car and pat went on to be a hall of fame movie producer or a music producer so that was something uh the dapper dan club had a big banquet the world belonged to pittsburgh on that weekend that's what it was <laughs> For sure. Sonny, I know you're very, very busy. I, I appreciate you taking some time and and uh, jumping back on. And, of course, congratulations. And, uh, you've, I mean, you've arrived when someone's made a movie about your life. Well, I'm the same kid from Trafford. I'm only 83 years old now. That's the only difference, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you so much, and uh, right, hopefully we cross. So hopefully much. we cross paths down in Trafford sometime. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. God bless you. Okay. Uh, all right, brother. That is uh, Sonny Vaccaro. I mean, uh, he's one of a kind. He's one of a kind. I'll just say that.